But they were never guys who really got me. There was just this long string of near misses. The junior varsity long jumper in high school, the electrical engineering major in college, the bass player. Those guys never got me all three ways. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. Not all three inputs. I mean mind, body, and soul. And they turned out to be about as hot as Jared from Subway. Oh, come on. Don't even front. Like none of you has ever settled for someone beneath you? Everyone has. Drew Barrymore has long since done better than Tom Green. And J-Lo moved on from Chris Judd like that had a fucking prayer. Come to think of it, I can't believe Courtney Cox is still married to that 1-800 retard. That being said, I would have killed to date any one of those a-holes. See, all my life it's been the same. Chubby and white. I married a chubby white guy, I replaced him with a chubby white guy, and I inserted another chubby white guy here. Which, by the way, is what the tattoo on my inner thigh says. Jimmy Pantalonis was my first chubby white guy, and I thought I was the shit. I was in the eighth grade, and I had a boyfriend, one who liked what I liked, Jethro Tull, making out, and cake, especially cake. And it didn't matter that he was shorter than me, had an out-of-control mass of wiry black hair, and resembled Howard Stern's Baba Booey. I had music, food, and affection. Who was better than me? No one. 20 years and 42 chubby white guys later, it was no better. There was Frank. People called him Big Frank, and rightfully so. Frank went about 400 pounds. 400 pounds. Let me illustrate that for you people who don't go to the circus. You know how your guy's underwear says BVD? His says Boulevard. Frank was so big, he used Twinkies for suppositories. Frank was so big that as soon as he stepped in the ocean, it was high tide. Aw, come on, I joke. Frank was big, but it didn't matter. He was suave. It's true. Frank oozed soprano charm. Every date with him was like that scene from Goodfellas, you know, the one where Ray Liotta tips everyone in the kitchen. Only with us, Frank wasn't tipping. He was paying for the dishes he knocked over with his love handles. Frank would give me anything I wanted. Hey, Lisa, anything you say, it's done. You know, I'm connected. Connected. What a turn on. Frank wasn't lying. He was connected. To a fork. It only took me four months of dating him to figure out that Frank wasn't a gangster. He was just fat. Frank wasn't in the mob. Frank was a mob. Frank really wasn't all that bad. He was actually the best of the worst. I've been dating forever, and my list of exes reads like the inhabitants of the island of misfit boys. Big Frank, Stalker Pete, Retart Jim. Looking back now, I can see that I always dated the undateable. There was needy Steve. Steve was five foot three and Jewish. And he had hair plugs. What the fuck was I thinking? But worse, he was clingy. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hope I'm not overstepping. I know we've only known each other for a week, but I hope you'll accept this key to my apartment, my humble abode. 
That way you can cook for me, and I can have a nice meal to come home to. Doesn't that sound good, Mommy? Mommy? Ew! He wanted me to be his mother? Hey, I'll breastfeed him, but cooking? No. Ross the half a fag. Holy crap. All I can say about him is, Hey, Lisa, guess what? I'm not gay anymore. Not gay anymore? No, I swear I'm not. That was a long time ago. Now, I'm not saying gay guys aren't terrific. In fact, if it wasn't for gay guys, us fat chicks would have no friends. Just don't try to make out with one of them. It hurts. Hey, homo, it's a nipple, not a dick. Ease up. Funeral Frank. Now, don't get all depressed. Don't worry. Funeral Frank isn't dead.